Hey, welcome. So a quick little bit of info before we jump into this podcast interview with Kareem. We have a special free NFT offer from Kareem and his team at Web3 Intelligence within the Dopamine app. So make sure to listen through the end of this podcast. We'll have more details on how you can claim that free NFT. Hey, welcome everyone back to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm the crypto coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today we're joined by Kareem. Kareem is with Web3 Intelligence. Kareem founded this company. They've got a lot of cool things going on, a lot of projects under that Web3 Intelligence Intelligence umbrella. Kareem, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. So in, in a minute, man, we'll get into telling us more about um, all the different, all the great things you have with the dopamine products. But first and foremost, tell us a little bit about your uh, your background and, and how you got into the space. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. So for the people that don't know me, I'm Karim Shaib, and I own Web3Intelligence.com. Uh, we have already helped 3.5 million users to build trust and wealth in the crypto space. Uh, personally, I started coding at age six, um, uh, specialized in mathematics. Uh, engineering degree and a specialty in AI and uh, I built financial infrastructure for Microsoft, IBM and major banks like UBS, uh, Société Générale, BBVA, uh, specialized in uh, cryptographic infrastructure and specifically uh, private key secure storage. So one of the key things that we did in 2015, uh, my team conceived the first app for real-time pricing even coin market cap before coin market cap so we already had the app and then we execute, executed a lot of measures um, in more than hundreds of banks for them to support crypto and digital assets and also stock tokenization um, so during this uh, journey i had to address two pain points interoperability mm-hmm. of blockchains and infrastructure for blockchain data so in 2019, uh, I had the chance to lead a team of top crypto mines uh, where we were solving the issue of uh, true interoperability of blockchains. And this technology, you have it now in most of the bridges. Uh, then I founded the Cortex Group, uh, which powers the Web3Intelligence.com platform, uh, where we are the Google of the blockchain and we set standard in crypto compliance, offering uh, a Swiss knife app for crypto enthusiasts for you everywhere you are in the world uh, to get all the tools that we are building for big companies for you to have it on your mobile phone and to be able to use them. Awesome, man. Yeah, I tell you that uh, Web3 Intelligence website is phenomenal. It's 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 a wealth of information, um, shows all the different great projects and, and everything. Um, man, so you, you've been a veteran in this space, can you know, building tools and that's what we need. I think people don't realize all that goes into building these tools that the end user is going to use to, to, to make this, uh, you know, make this whole technology useful. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of early developers come in and they build great uh, tech, but most people don't know how to use it. And you guys are simplifying that. That's definitely cool. So tell us a little bit more about um, Web3 Intelligence and the Dopamine app. What can people expect if they, uh, if someone's new and they set up, uh, say, the Dopamine Pro app, what, what are they going to experience? Yeah, so let's take the story backwards. So the Web3 Intelligence platform is a brand, like the the platform that gives you access to all the tools and technologies that we have built for businesses and for retail. Our goal was, since the beginning, to have crypto mass adoption. So everything that we built for businesses, we want to give it to whoever is in the world as a human being, if you are like in South Africa or in India or Pakistan or America, we want you to have the same power in terms of tools as the big banks. And we are encapsulating all our tools in mobile apps. Um, but from the beginning, we started um, solving interoperability and running an infrastructure as a Google of blockchain. So we pass in real time all the information and we create this infrastructure for everybody to use it and build AI models, but also like bank infrastructure and compliance. Uh, the first thing that happened is when we were pitching our infrastructure to banks, one of the key needs that the banks had was to reduce operational risk in terms of compliance. So for them, we built a solution, which is a world standard in crypto compliance that go fetch all the anti-money laundry information available worldwide, aggregate it, standardize it, 
and bring a result that the compliance officer can rely on, show the regulator, yeah, I did a thorough due diligence. And on top of that, the result is standardized, um, operational risk results, and yeah, this is the best solution on the market. Um, we wanted to have all this tech also available for our users. So on the, on the web3intelligence.com platform, you have access to the infrastructure and you have access to different apps like Dopamine Easy. If you are a newbie and don't have any idea about crypto, even if you are like a grandmother or a five years old kid, you have an app which is like the simplest possible uh, where you can buy crypto, buy your first Bitcoin and start understanding what digital assets are. Uh, if you are somebody which is already in crypto, which I believe this is most of our audience around us, people that know already about crypto or heard it, then the Dopamine App Pro is what you need. It's a Swiss knife where you have everything. So we are in the business there of finance, media and entertainment. Finance because you have everything that you need in terms of market information, cross blockchain wallets to do swap, bridge, decentralized leverage trading, like everything that you need. Then in terms of media, you have all the videos, all the podcasts, all the news, everything in real time to get sure that you stay up to date with the information which are time sensitive. Because if you trade, you need to be like on point when you do your trading. Yeah. And, and finally entertainment, because like we wanted to do a tour of force where we can show, hey, guys, the future is one mobile app that can do everything. So a meta app with a very special architecture where you can manage everything. And inside the app, you can do a play to earn. So you can play 2048, T3, Space Invaders, and so on, and earn crypto, uh, meme coins, for example. Uh, but you have also move to earn, same principle. You go to sports and then you get crypto. Um, so everything is integrated. And then we have a special section inside the shop, which we call uh, the premium features that you can unlock uh, with a dopamine token. And here, it's in order to help you to make more money. So you have uh, price prediction, uh, you, you have AI models, you have uh, trading signals, you have NFT studio where you can build your own NFT, you have NFT marketplace. And there is another thing that uh, we're gonna launch uh, very soon. I don't know if this video is going to be heard before we announce it or no, uh, but you have like the NFT walls. That will be like a, a worldwide NFT tournaments where you have player against player uh, and this experiment is about uh, what the f are we doing with our nft during the bear market you know yeah. <laughs> so so there you, whatever nft you have on whatever blockchain you will be able to clone them use them fight uh, person against person if your NFP, nft is more powerful than the nft of the other player you will be able to earn the nft uh, it will be in real time. We're going to stream it. Um, yeah, great experiment. We're going to let's see how it goes. What's going to determine the power of the NFT? That, that's very interesting. Yes. So that, that's very funny. So there, there is different uh, aspects. There is NFT that we are giving to our community, uh, you know, with social tasks uh, where we engage them. And uh, every time we do a marketing campaign, like we are giving up some NFT and they they are already price set up with some mana. So mana, if you know, do you know like the, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, magic, uh, the cards. So it's a bit the same principle where you have strength, charisma and all that. They are preset. Um, then if you have not this NFT or if you have them, but you have other NFT, then you can bring them. And basically the floor price of the NFT is the total mana that you have. And then you can allocate the mana as you want on the different skills of the nft yourself okay, okay. so you tell <laughs> nice nice so you're telling me I could, I could bring in my old so i bought some crypto kitties back in 2017 i could bring those in and fight those in the every NFT NFT that you have whatever blockchain you can bring those nice. and you also have like the nft studio where you actually you can actually create your own nft and also allocate depending on how much points you have like in terms of engagement you can allocate that and we will see you know like it's a big experiment uh, uh we will see like how the infrastructure is coping with all that we're expecting quite a large number of users playing in real time and and uh, we, we're gonna like stream live that uh we're gonna also like involve a project as sponsor so it will be a lot of fun there awesome i'm looking forward to that i love the utility i love the gamification 
Um, I, and I, th I think I told you already, I mean, the gaming within there, the entertainment, the play to earn. Most people will play games on the mobile phone just for points or for to reach certain levels. And they're actually earning crypto when they're playing these games. I mean, it, you know, it's baby doge. They're not worth a lot right now, but it's it's all a gamble. But hey, you, you know, most people are just playing for points anyway. They're playing the game because it's fun. It's just a bonus that you're playing to earn. So that, that's that's pretty cool. I like what you're doing. Uh, one question on the NFT Creator Studio. I've been a long time fan of NFTs. I found about it. I found out about NFTs in 2017. Uh, that's when I, I bought. I bought a couple of Crypto Kitties just to test it out. So I bought and bred them. And as a kid, I used to collect sports cards, collectible cards. Yeah. And so I saw the use case there. I saw the use case for art. But then I went down the rabbit hole of all the different use cases for it. So I love when I see different aspects of utility. And you mentioned the NFT Creator Studio. One of the things that I'm doing recently to, to kind of onboard more users is to educate businesses about Web3 strategies. And one of those is using NFTs to engage with their customers, their audience, their fans, depending on their business model. Um, so you're telling me like a user, uh, business owner could set up the dopamine app, um, join the premium by you know paying with some dope tokens and be able to um, like mint their NFTs through there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like I would say, this would be more like for retail. Like if you are a business, then you will activate the licensing model, which is mm -hmm. also encapsulated into the utility of the dopamine token. So like if you are a bank or if you're like a, a, key, um, a small business owner, basically mm -hmm. you have access to the whole infrastructure, source code and everything through the licensing model, which worked with the dopamine token. Um, and, and for a retail person, like a community manager, uh, yes, then you will do that in the app because it's, it's super easy. But like, if you want to have a business owner that can create his first NFT collection and, and so on, that, that works also. Awesome. That's good to know. Yeah, we're, we're holding our next workshop um, on June 22nd. And uh, it's good to have. I love sharing different tools because we're going to talk about NFT strategies and how to utilize NFTs. I mean, we've got to educate the world that NFTs are not what most people think they are. Um, I think most people don't really understand what they are, how they can be used. Um, and you're creating some, some cool use cases for them too, as far as, um, not just, um, access and utility, but also, uh, fun, you know, gamifying the whole process. As and, well. and let me give you another utility that we have inside the app, um, which derive for what we do from regulated entities like big banks and exchanges. So. If we go back to the anti-money laundry, you know, this solution is the world standard. Mm -hmm. And that is perfect for regulated entities which are centralized. Then, you know, regulation is coming like at high speed also for decentralized projects. And they also need to respect anti-money laundry. So what we did is we have encapsulated our full tech stack for anti-money laundry. And we have encapsulated it into a decentralized piece of architecture that any Web3 project can use just inserting one line of code in their smart contract. So let's say you take, for example, Uniswap, PancakeSwap, they can just be compliant with just line of code in their smart contract. And this line of code is going to check, hey, does the guy has this anti-money laundry NFT that we have created for you? And that means, oh, it has it. That means this wallet is clean. It can interact with our smart contract. And then right. people stay one step ahead of regulation. You know, I, I, we, we do believe that regulation is late. Uh, regulators are late. And actually, this is an opportunity for all the Web3 in, in, uh, actors that are like right now shaping to be one step ahead and actually define a better regulation with better tooling that go far, 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 far deeper and, and far more clever than what people that don't know the space could come with, if that makes sense. Nice, nice. So that NFT, that uh, that that KYC or AML NFT that you're talking about, um, that would be, I guess, what Vitalik calls soulbound. It, it would be like a soulbound token, not transferable. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's fully correct. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I could even show you that in one sec nice you know while you're pulling it up a lot of I... you see i have a b plus in this wallet okay yeah yeah 
And on this wallet, I have a tokenized NFT that says, hey, this wallet is a B plus. So which means like, eh, you're, you're not sure you want to interact with this one. A plus is better. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we'll get to that scoring in a second, man. I, when we're talking about regulation, um, this has been a big debate in, in the crypto space for years. I'm sure you've been around long enough to hear it. Um, some people in the crypto space are anti any kind of regulation, but I look at it as that we need common sense regulation, right? We need something that um, that can follow rules. And because also I think that's one thing that's, that's holding off mass adoption is a lot of big institutional players that, that would come into this space are waiting for some type of regulatory clarity because a large, a large business, a large like global company that, that could mess up their reputation if they do the wrong thing, they don't want to even touch the space until they have clarity on what they can and can't do. They don't want to start doing something and then find out they're on the wrong side of, of the law or regulation. So while the individual person wants privacy and freedom to do whatever they want without having to, to verify anything, I think there's a balance that we need to have when it comes to regulation. So that's, that's pretty good. And, and so with, with that NFT, someone has that and then they can be verified without having to give every single company or project they interact with their sensitive information. Because right now it's fragmented, right? If I want to deal with this business, I've got to give them all of my information. If I want to deal with this business, I got to give them all of my information again. again. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, so, so tell me a little bit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please, please, please. I was say, tell me a little bit more about the, um, the wallet score that you showed there. Tell our, tell our audience what, what is the, the wallet score and what, what factors go into that? Yeah, that, that's a very good question. So just like to rebond on what you said, like, um, in terms of uh, uh, regulation, is that good? Is that bad? And also like, how does it works? Like in the process of like big business, like waiting for regulator to give approval and so on. How does it is like in, in concrete case? So first uh, we do believe that, um, all this data is anywhere available for everybody. It's here, you know, that's the principle of blockchain. It's transparent. Everybody can see it. It's just like most of the people, they don't have the tool to read it correctly because blockchain are no databases. So they need special tool. But at the end of the day, all this intelligence, all this Web3 intelligence, you know, uh, which is like really the core of what we do is available for everybody. And we provide the tool for people to access it. At the end of the day, that you interpret the data or you decide to not interpret it, it's a choice, it's freedom. Mm -hmm. But we do believe that people should have the freedom to interpret it. It could be because a regulator or a compliance officer wants to interpret it, or it be, could be because you want to build a model to trade better because you can see what happened in the network. You can see the fund going from one exchange to another. So to make more money, it's just like a freedom of what do you do with this intelligence which is like available for you then there is the other part and we, and we believe that that's the beauty of the of the technology like we we do believe that at school people should learn how to interpret transaction to interpret movement of funds what does it mean like it, it's a basic um and, and it's wealth of information then how does it work concretely like when we started building the system for banks you know like i was uh, with avalok a co-banking system which is used by most of bank in 2017-18 basically regulator is always lagging which means like how it works is like basically like the big companies are moving forward preparing solution are getting legal advice and then we propose this solution to the regulator that learn them, study them and give approval. So it, most of companies have understood that now and they are actually being proactive. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. and, 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 and yes, regarding the scoring, so there are many anti-money laundry sources uh, worldwide and they have all the different scoring. Uh, what we have done is like, we go fetch all this information, we standardize it with a simple scale uh, a bit like standards and poor, so we have like A plus, that's great. And you have, it goes to C minus, really bad. You don't want to, to interact with this kind of wallet. And um, yeah, so this is a scale from A plus to C minus, very easy for a compliance officer to understand this. Then it got all the flags. Uh, if the money has been used, for example, to do anti uh, money laundry, for example, or used in crime, for example, if it was used in Silk Road or 
on a mixer or, or this, this kind of, of things and that impacts the, the wallet score. And for us, it was very important that we bring all this information into the wallet that everybody that has crypto can check. Hey, first, is my wallet clean? Because at some point, you want to do something with your crypto. You want to buy a house, a property, uh -huh. a new wife or dog or whatever you, you want to, to, to buy for yourself. But the entity which is going to take the crypto, they will have to check if the wallet is clean. Yeah. So first, check your wallet. Is it clean? Then before interacting with another wallet, check if they are clean, because basically like it's get contagious. So if you receive money from a, a dirty wallet, then your wallet get tainted also, you know, and uh, you, you don't want to do that. So that's why we really wanted to bring like this uh, awareness and, and this tool inside the app. Awesome. So if someone's had, had a wallet they've been using, say, for years, could they they could import the, the seed phrase or private key into dopamine and, and check that one out too? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, the app, the app is um, fully agnostic in terms of pricing, in terms of blockchain. If you have another wallet and you want to keep your seed phrase inside, that's great. You can connect it and let your seed phrase where it is. You can import your seed phrase. So it's fully compatible with everything that you have. Awesome. That's good to know. I'd love to check out some of my old wallets from 2016, 2017. Always curious where I got it. You know, my first Bitcoin purchase, I bought my first three Bitcoin from a Bitcoin ATM. So curious to and, see. And, and you see worst case scenario, if you get like a, a really bad scoring for whatever reason, you know, it's a debate that can start. Then you can say, hey guys, I have this scoring and I don't think that this scoring is actually accurate, you know? And then you can report this information and we can do the necessary in order for you to get sure that they can check, oh, it's justified that actually this address stay clean because yeah, it just did this uh, transaction and it happened to be contaminated, but there is no reason for it, you know? This is actually like the debate which is going to happen, which is like fully transparent and every, the same, same way in Europe, you have like this law where you can protect your own data mm -hmm. and you can define to actually act on it. The same is going to happen there, you know, like freedom to the human, for the humans, you know, not everybody is a bad actor. Gotcha. So kind of like in the, um, in the US, uh, and, and I'm not sure if you guys have this there, but like uh, credit scores. So when you go to get a loan, you have a credit score and people have a credit report they can pull. And if there's something wrong on there, they can challenge it and, and, and get it fixed. So kind of the same thing there is what you're saying. Yes, uh, even yeah. like I would say better in the sense that in the credit score, you cannot have access to the calculation of the systems that they have and see which data they have that you don't have because True. your data on the blockchain, you have it, everybody has them, easy to check. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, that's, that's good stuff. So uh, you got me thinking, I think uh, I'm gonna play around <laughs> with some of my old wallets and just kind of check them in the app and see what kind of scores they get because some of the crypto that I bought early on, I didn't buy it from an exchange. So I was you know, curious to see uh, you know, where it came from and, and if there's anything tied to any of that. Um, and, awesome. and you see, you, you see when like the goal is like, there are a lot of very smart young people that are looking for a career here. Like we want to empower them, giving them this wealth of data, all the tools that they need, that they can build their own model. You know, um, a lot of like the anti-money laundering is still done, you know, manually with labeling. Uh, some of the company are starting to put AI models behind it, but you can build your own model, you know recognize your own patterns and then you can commercialize your model, you know, and then we are integrate you as an anti-money laundry provider in the stack of them, you know, and if your service becomes smarter and better than the incumbent, uh, it's just like um, the beginning of this space, you know, so there is a lot of space uh, for everybody and it's not just compliance because it goes into pattern recognition, knowing, oh, this company is doing business with this company, the price of their goods is that much, they buy at this frequency, all this data is there for you guys to use it. Right, yeah, I mean, it's not just to know someone's personal information uh, was verified, but you're right, like reputation. Reputation yes. is, is important in business and being able to mm -hmm. verify that reputation. Uh, I think my biggest concern with, with um, 
uh, AML and regulations, making sure that we're not excluding people from different areas of the world that already they're already excluded from the current banking system because they live in a third world country and making sure those people are able to participate in this new economy because they've been excluded for so long just because of where they were born in the world. You know, so it's it, it you know, it's um, that's kind of where I think your regulations should kind of toe the line and make sure that we don't exclude the good people that, that need access to this. I think it would be the other way around. I think that would be the paradigm shift because everybody has access to the information. It would be, you would have like countries that, for example, that um, are willing to trade just with companies that are halal, if this is a Muslim company or like a Jewish right. company that want to treat, treat, trade just with, they will be able to actually label entity like this. They will be able to decide from wherever they are. And if like, uh, um, an Indian guy, which is in India, doesn't want to deal with any company which is doing harm with to animals because they have a certain belief and it can be respected. They can do so and believe so. So, so the freedom that was like exclusively for regulatory and governments, this freedom and this power is given to everybody. Wow. I've, no, I've never thought about it like that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's that does. There's a. Um... It's a whole other way of, of looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, uh, opening the market one step more. So and, yeah. and, and, and God knows where it's going to what is going to happen there. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, that's the thing with this technology. Uh, it could go could go anywhere. Um, you know, we've you know, I, I'm a big believer also in decentralized identity and people being able to verify their identity without having to constantly give up all that sense of information. So it's exciting to hear you guys are working on something. We've actually had quite a few projects that are working on solutions like that reach out to us because they want to use the FIO handle. They see yeah. the FIO handle as not a total solution, but one piece of a decentralized identity yes. to where you can only get this handle once you've verified. And then um, it, it's a lot easier to you know, identify you know who somebody is, what they've done without that person having to constantly give up personal information and, and you know the biggest fear of giving out personal information to every single company these companies constantly like traditional companies they have breaches because they store all this customer data like in, in the US we have these large retailers like Target and Home Depot mm -hmm. and all these that there and some of them are global too but they uh, they store their all their users data and then they get breached because hackers target them because they know I can mm -hmm. hack this this one company and and I've get access to millions of people's information. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, having like that NFT that you talked about, they can verify, okay, this person's verified without having to collect any of that personal data. So it really, it takes a lot of the, the burden and responsibility, not burden, not, it takes a lot of the burden and a lot of the, uh, yeah, I guess you could say responsibility off of that company because when you take in someone's data, you got it, you've got a responsibility to protect that mm -hmm. data. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think I heard Andreas Antonopoulos talk about it before. He said there's only two types of, of, of uh, centralized companies that have data breaches. Those that those that have been breached already and those that will be breached because it's too big a reward for, uh, you know, for, for people to go after. So having a solution where we can protect our, our identity, because that's what you use for identity theft. We And AI is going to accelerate that, right? I mean... AI can, you know, you can have people do video verifications with AI and not even be the real person. So you see, like, when, like this topic that you brought is very interesting. And uh, just for the people that, like, that know, like, we, we, we already have, like, integrated the FIO handle uh, into the mm -hmm. app that people can use as a crypto handle, cre create their crypto handle, and also, like, receive payment and actually uh, send payment using the, uh, the, um, the crypto handle with FIO protocol. And I, and I'm really happy to hear like, you know, like that you're also like going one step into more the identity. So I saw some conversation going through uh, regarding this identity topic and it's very important for us. So in the app right now, all the users that create a profile, they have a decentralized profile that belongs to them, which is linked right now with their FIO handle. And I think like the next step will be like to incorporate um, one step more, which is like a proof of liveliness and, and humanness. And, and, and this is like, I don't know if you saw, like there is like new projects that are coming that we will integrate because we stay agnostic. Uh, but um, I think it's a WorldCoin or something like this, you know, where basically mm -hmm. they do like a proof of your iris, you know, 
And uh, that means that, yes, you are unique because your iris is meant to be unique. Um, so there will be like a lot of different framework and uh, I'm very look, looking forward to see like, you know, like how FIO is going to, to bring like in, uh, what they have as knowledge that they have accumulated during this year in terms of identity management. Um, and, and we will integrate that in any case, you know, like I'm not sure why now, I, th I think it's cool to have the high risk management. I'm not sure why now if it's like uh, resistant to actually uh, creating an AI bot, which is going to create random high risk and, and this kind of thing. So, you know, like it will be like wow. a time yeah. of a lot of solutions that are going to iterate, but, but we're going there. Decentralized identity where you can say, hey, I've done my check. I don't have to redo them and I don't have to share my information anymore. And my information actually safe because it's uh, locked uh, behind like a zero, zero knowledge proof wall, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, and so much, so much coming with, with, with this tech. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So you mentioned AI a couple of times and I brought it up as well. Um, well, I think you said, uh, what are some of the AI aspects that, that you guys have looked at to put in that are in the dopamine app or something that you've looked to put in? Because man, I tell you, uh, I've been to a lot of local crypto meetups and, and even at conferences and the AI topic is bleeding into the crypto and blockchain, this whole Web3 space. Yeah. So the thing is like, it's just like the next step, next step of crypto, you know, like right now, like the use case of crypto is basically payment, uh, except the image that we collect and, FD and stuff like this is basically payment. Um, then you will have like real property, like real estate, stock, stock tokenization. But why is that so important to have like this uh, infrastructure or migration from traditional finance to this new finance? It's because now we have like uh, artificial intelligence, so agents that can perform a lot of tasks that were like cumbersome and where actually the AI can bring a lot of value. And because they are autonomous system, they need to have an infrastructure to be able to transact one system to another. Your car go to the parking slot and that it's get paid, you know, like automatically. So we need the crypto. So the crypto is the first step and the AI is coming on top of it. So it goes perfectly uh, one with another. And like internally at webstreetintelligence.com, we are already using AI a lot. So I will not say like all the bidden pieces, but, but from content creation, from mm. passing of data, from improvement of process, from translation, like it's, it's already everywhere and it's just like in, increasing. And that's just inside the company. But for the users inside the app, they also have like inside the app um, conciergerie, you know, like you can chat directly with your AI, uh, you get prediction with AI and like there are much more things that are coming with AI. So every time, you know, we can, we, it's not about AI just to put the AI keyword, but every time we can bring AI in order like to bring value, then, then it makes sense. And for us, it's really cool in particular for me because, you know, my background was in AI. So, mm -hmm. and it's a long time, like yeah. quite some, some times ago. Um, but uh, 2001, when I was finalizing my engineering study, I did my speciality in AI. I was already like looking forward to that. Then in 2017, I was implementing the first uh, IBM Watson AI models uh, in banks um, to solve attrition. You know, when a customer wants to quit a bank, basically with AI, you can check all the movements and say, oh, this customer, we need to speak with him. So I was already there and I was really looking forward uh, of the step where it goes to mass adoption. And when I saw ChatGPT coming, I say, thanks God, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's something be... anybody can use, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we use it a lot too. I mean, content creation is, is it's a dream because you can, you can really yes. speed that, that process up that, that takes a while. Yes. Um, and you can give a tone, like you can create a content and say, Please write me this content using, for example, Alex or Moses style, you know, or, or whatever writer that you like. It, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's funny. I was playing around and I've, I've had it. I've, I told it to write some, uh, uh, some songs about, you know, about Web3 or crypto in the tune of, say, this dead rapper like Tupac or, or someone like that. And it's, it's funny how it, uh, you know, so there, there's a lot of fun. I mean, you can use a lot for business. But I like to also have a lot of rain? <laughs> Maybe soon. We're gonna have to do that soon. I uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's funny. I uh, 
I don't know if you've heard of the song uh, "Unholy" by Sam Smith. Nope. It's uh, it's got a line where it says, uh, "Mommy doesn't know Daddy's getting hot at the body shop." I don't know if you ever heard that song, but anyway, I uh, we were at a we're at Bitcoin Miami. We were at the Bitcoin event, and that song was playing in the background. And I went into Chat GPT and I said, "Write a parody song in this in the uh, similar to Unholy." but write it about a DGen trader on Uniswap. So it swapped instead of body shop, it was Uniswap. And it talked, I mean, it, it was it was hilarious. I'll have to share it with you. It's uh, It was a funny output, but I mean, that, that's just one of the things that you could see. I mean, we're seeing AI being used to to replicate um, artists today. Uh, you know, that they, they don't even have a, 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 they don't even record the song and it's being put out there in their voice and everything. So it's, uh, Crazy Man, I actually, I, I'm so much looking forward. You know what you just said? Uh, I, I think we're going to try that. Uh, we're mm -hmm. going to try that because it's so fun. I don't know if you saw like um, um, Ivan on tech, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and some other guys actually did like 2017 in the bear market, you know, like uh, Michael Novograd say like uh, he's going to be bullish and uh, and um, and, and Tone Vase is going to say this bearish, like, well, or like or Bitcoin is going to pump, like all this little music, uh, they, they actually are fun and, uh, and they keep you motivated in the bear market. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Wayne, I, I'm just uh, thinking about something like there is one guy sure. that I really like a lot, which is like a, a YouTuber, um, which is um, Crypto Face. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has a... He has a YouTube channel where he also like um, pushing forward like um, his tool, which is Market Cipher, which is really a great tool for leverage trading. And, and we are integrating the signal inside the app. Uh, but what I'm thinking him is like, you also have some rap song about crypto. Before ChatGPT, so I guess like he spends the time to write them and they are really, really good. Nice. Like, nice. Yeah, my, my, our marketing content guy, uh, we have a content uh, agency that, I, that I've hired to help us put, put out some of our content. And he's constantly telling me you need to make a music video. And yes. uh, he even he made one for his business that's called, the, the name of the song is Make a Video because he's a marketing agency convincing businesses to make you a video. And uh, I, I mean, I think, I mean, people come together they uh, through entertainment a lot and music is one of those that, um, yes, I think if we had more, uh, a little bit more of that, it would probably attract more people to at least come and come and look and see what this is, right? At least, like, if and if we do that during the bear market, because like bringing people into bull market is super easy. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But in the bear market, at least if they saw the people having fun, you know, uh, singing like this, this crazy song, yes, yes, definitely. At the end of the day, like people want to be happy and, and get this uh, dopamine level up inside their brain. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, before we run out of time here, I do want to touch on something else, man. About uh, back to the dopamine, well, the dopamine ecosystem, uh, dopamine TV. Tell us a little bit about that, man. I told you I was impressed with it. So, tell the audience what what dopamine TV is. Yeah. So, the principle was to get. To solve different problems. First, like there is like um, most of the content education, which is like key in the mass adoption, uh, comes from key opinion leaders, uh, people like you and, and YouTubers and Twitters that are producing content for masses. And a lot of these platforms, depending on the time of the year, are shadow banning or banning. And and you want a censor-free platform where you can actually bring your content and get sure that it is actually prepared for people that want to learn about the digital assets and crypto space. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to have a platform that solves that and which is like really cool to, to be seen like Netflix like Netflix style, you know, that's really like is, uh, is fun to watch um, where we have introduced this concept of watch and earn, you know, learn and earn uh, where you have quiz um, and it deserves everybody. Like people are learning, they get crypto, they get meme coins, they get NFTs. Uh, YouTube, YouTubers get much more engagement and get sure that people are watching like the full content because some questions are going to be asked on some of the content. And we really wanted to have this space where also the content, which is majoritarily, like the cool content is majoritarily like in English. And I'm, I'm French and thanks God, like I'm able to understand a bit of English and, and speak it. 
but a lot of French people or like other countries are not like fluent in English and they cannot get to the source of the information. They will see perhaps like a video which comes so late. And at the end of the day, what we did is like, we are going through all the content and we're also translating that in all the different language to get sure that everybody has access of all the education nice. there. Awesome, that, that's great. I mean, I was just having that conversation with my team last week was, uh, I think across our team, we probably have five languages in on the mm -hmm. marketing side. And even that's just not enough because you know, certain language, there's just not educate. They, they can't get the same information because nobody's doing it. So that that's great to understand that uh, question. So you're using AI for the translations. So we use AI from the translation and we also have people nice. that are like back checking because, you know, it's not right. possible to say if, if you take a video, which is like, let's say we take like Sheldon the sniper where he's telling you, OK, this is the price entry. This is a stop loss. If it goes at like ChatGPT, like the, the poor guy is going to get lost, you know, so right. you need to have like, somebody which actually check like the level and everything. And uh, we do that. And also like the dopamine TV is not just for like the existing content, but it give a freedom for people to become key opinion leaders. So we are also empowering everybody like that wants to be um, producing content and uh, we give um, sponsorship and integration for them to create content. And we have also in the platform integrated decentralized protocol for the video creation like LivePeer to get sure that the, the content is not just like on the YouTubes and, and this kind right. of like centralized platform, but also like fully decentralized, uh, some of them on IPFS, some on other on Airwave and, and so on. So that, and all of that, there is like um, the website where you can access it from your PC, but otherwise the rest is directly integrated in the dopamine app and, and, and then and then see your content there. So let, 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 let's see quickly, like who, who, who is on top today right now? So, so that, that, that is that is like the dopamine TV, which is like right now, like all the content yeah. which is put out in real time. So people get sure that they have like the content coming, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love the look and feel of the site. It's definitely, it's good. Cause you're right. I mean, there's a lot of videos that are on YouTube, but if you go to YouTube, it's not going to recommend them because of shadow banning or whatever. Um, I've got a friend that's been putting out some really great content, not just crypto, just, He's a big time uh, libertarian, believes in, um, you know, basic human freedoms. And so he talks a lot about that. And yeah, he, he's seen his audience or his views dwindle. Um, What's his name? What's his name? Like he it's uh, Rice TV. I don't know if you know Chris Rice, Rice no. TV. And you see, uh, wait, also very important because like you have your guys and I want to know them. You want I want to get to absorb your information flow so yeah we need to have a way to exchange it you know like hey you say me hey Karim, this is my four or five guys i need them and then i'm gonna check i'm gonna discover and get educated you know yeah 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 absolutely we definitely need to uh share that i've got i've got a few names of people that i think uh that i follow that have really good um you know they they, they don't hold any punches they give like real information um they don't chill anything and and that, that's really what we need we need people yes. are always asking me where can i learn and, and my biggest thing i hate for someone just to go to youtube and search because they're going to come across the scam elon musk video that's fake that's trying to <laughs> have them invest in a token right or or, or send them send, send one eth you'll get three back type thing it's like no yeah, we, course, we've got to we've got to gatekeep it because those those big platforms that that are censoring stuff they're they're also not censoring the bad stuff, which is crazy. Uh, so it's, it's good to have that. It's, it's open, the bad stuff doesn't get yeah. censored, you know? Yeah. But yeah. in the same time, when it's difficult to be like from one fence, from one side of the fence saying like, well, we should not be banning and the other side, like we should be banning the bad stuff. Like at the end of the day, like the market is always right. And um, yeah, hopefully like the bad stuff is gonna disappear, but uh, mm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. All right, Kareem. So as we wrap up, man, uh, tell everybody a little bit about where they can get more information about dopamine, all the Web3 intelligence products, uh, even business if business owners are listening to this, uh, where yes. can they get information on how they could use your platform to incorporate some Web3 strategies? Yeah. So I would say like the Web3intelligence.com uh, uh, website is the main website where you get like uh, access to all the products that we have. 
Um, if you are like a business person, the best way is to contact uh, us, like I would say, like through LinkedIn, you know, like, which is like more the business funnel, you know, uh, they can add me as a contact and, and send inquiries. So we, we're going to bootstrap like a lot of um, um, lead generation for businesses. Uh, for myself, uh, before I spent a lot of time, much more like on the product and the tech side. And right now uh, we are starting to produce much more content and be much more outgoing into the social network. So follow our social, our Twitter handle, uh, dopamine app and, um, and and then normally you should get the information get ready for like the NFT uh, battle tournaments as a dopamine TV announcements and uh, it will be the time where we'll be launching our our dopamine token which is a utility that powers the full ecosystem so for the retail app uh, to the um, uh, business licenses to access uh, the full uh, um, uh, tech stack and uh, yeah we are very excited and uh, we, we are very happy with what is happening right now in the market you know like uh, with uh, the Coinbase, the Binance lawsuit, because um, it is gonna, it's going to move the things uh, forward very, very quick. Uh, we, we believe that's a very, very much a chance that happened right now. Uh, they could not have done it better. <laughs> right, and, right. Do it, do it in this time of the market. Um, and, and, you know, not so much, I don't know really about Binance, but I know Coinbase has really been pushing for clarity. Like in March, they, they issued, they, they were suing the SEC to provide clarity and now i think you know they'll be forced to do that so it's uh, a lot of people look at it as a bad thing but i think it's good um i've got my own opinion of the sec and gary gensler but uh what I is think, what is what is at, man it, it's um gary gensler is more of a puppet because he had more of a voice when he was before he joined the sec and there's a big push to suppress <clears throat> crypto in the u.s and i think a lot of <clears throat> regulators excuse me are realizing that because if you watch what was it a few weeks ago maybe a month or so ago where Gensler had to testify in yes. front of uh you know in Washington and he was getting grilled about how heavy-handed they've been to crypto and, and I think a lot of lawmakers realize that because if you're too heavy-handed with regulation and you stifle innovation that this technology is going to happen with or without the United States so if they're too heavy-handed it's going to go elsewhere and it's important because the U.S. tries to be this global regulator, and I think we need to see some clarity come about. Um, and it's going to take getting other agencies involved. Um, it's 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 uh, but it's a necessary battle because if, if if you've got this in the U.S., you've got the CFTC wanting to regulate crypto, yes. you've got the SEC wanting to regulate crypto. You know, one saying it's a security, another one saying the same thing as a commodity in some cases. So it's like, okay, we need. Uh, we need to have this fight, this battle it out. And as much as I, I wasn't really a big fan of XRP in, in the early days, but I think this fight with the SEC they have is important as well too. Um, so exactly. let, let's do it now. Let's get it out the way. Pull off all the band-aids real fast, right? Like you say, rip off the band-aid. And uh, that way we can move forward and figure out what's going what's to happen. My biggest fear though is that industry is going to leave the U.S. I mean, at the Bitcoin conference oh, last oh, month, at the Bitcoin conference last month, strike, um, which is a great platform to accumulate Bitcoin, Strike announced that they're moving their headquarters to El Salvador, you know, yeah. and um, Coinbase and Gemini have both hinted at setting up offshore yeah. entities as well. My, my biggest fear is that the U.S. people are going to miss out on being able to participate in, because that economy growth, you, you grow, the, the technology grows, the economy flourishes, it creates a ton of jobs, not just in that sector, but people that, in the related industries that service that sector, it just, it's a ripple effect. So you're gonna see, I think those countries that are very, um, do light touch regulation, they regulate the right way and don't stifle innovation. Those are gonna be the ones that are gonna prosper. I fully agree with what you say. And uh, I, I do believe it's really perfect timing. I think the SEC had so much uh, trouble to, to actually fight against XRP. And, and now, like, they try to take in the same time the two giants that have even more means, yeah. you know? Uh, people that are very serious, uh, people that actually, like, believe that these two big companies have been protecting them much more than what the SEC was. And I think, like, the security rules that um, before applied was already applying, like, the world security is like, okay, to protect, but to protect who? I think it was right. protecting average and poor retail investor to have the same opportunities instead of protecting them to get uh, 
to get scammed, you know. So, so I think that's going to change. Uh, I do believe also that I don't know the guy uh, personally, but I saw like the hearing that you said where he was grilled up. I think um, he was uh, also pushed by the Congress when you directly in this hearing, where they were going to say anywhere we're going to reform the SEC, we're going to change things, and I think. The guy was like, he had the last card, which is, I believe, like more like a political card. Um, the election are coming. Probably some people told him, like, you don't have any other things to do right now to be like the anti-crypto. Play it fully. Um, and I think this is what he's doing, even if uh, there is a part of him that remembers the time where he was saying that uh, Ethereum and XRP were not uh, uh, securities. Uh, so, but I mean, like, Everybody does what they, everybody does what they think is right, you know. And probably if we will be him, we will do the same, you know. Like being in this position where the only card that you have is to be against it and play it fully. Um, why not? You know, why not? But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be very beneficial for the crypto space because clarity is going to be there. I think uh, the CEO of Binance and, and Coinbase are going to show the the muscle and the logic and, 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 and show all the advantages that it brings for the country, for the economy. And, and that's going to be fine. And it will probably be fine even like the, the political election, I, I, be, I believe. But I might be wrong. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. It's got to move forward. So it's, it's time to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. Kareem, thanks for joining us today, man. We're out of time. Uh, everybody, make sure make sure to go check out Web3Intelligence.com. Download the Dopamine app. If you're just listening to this and you're brand new to crypto, start with the Dopamine Easy app. Play around with that. It's really a great wealth of information. Check out the Dopamine TV and learn more. I mean, the biggest investment you can make in this space is in your education, is in learning yes. more. So uh, yes. thanks again, Kareem, for joining us. Um, any final words before we part? Yeah, Wayne, thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure to speak with you, man. And I'm looking forward for the next one, you know, so much. Awesome. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Kareem. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. So here's that NFT information I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast for you to go and claim your free NFT from the Dopamine team. Now, you need to have the Dopamine app installed either on your phone, uh, Android, or iPhone. You can go to the App Store or Play Store and download it there. And then you will click on the link in the description of this podcast, wherever you're watching this from, in the description, there is a dopamine link that takes you directly to claim your free NFT. Now, if you don't have the app installed, it'll take you to the page to install the app. But if you have it installed, it will take you directly to the page to claim your free NFT. So make sure to get in and check it out. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.